Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much <clears throat> Excuse me, for joining us. We are the show, as you know, that tries to get to the bottom of critical issues. And some of the things I wrote about in Ukraine, oh gosh, seven years ago, I said Hunter Biden, vice president's son, taking biological weapons to China out of the bio labs there. And I talked, I didn't talk about Fauci, but I had his organization, Ecolliance, involved. And now we know Fauci was part of it too. And I published that about three weeks ago. And it's not, I told you so statement. But this stuff has been around, but I don't think the world was ready to hear it. It wasn't until we got hit with the Wuhan flu, as I like to call it, did people say, gee, there's really something to this. Yeah, no kidding. As we were trying to tell you seven, eight years ago, uh, a whole bunch of us were, were talking about this, but no one wanted to pay attention. Now we're paying attention, and we've got ourselves into the beginnings of World War III. Joining us to talk about this is John Wayne, and we'll go to John in just a moment after I tell you that uh, if you haven't listened to me about food before, you better listen to me about food now. Uh, there are three times in 24 hours, three times, twice Biden, once the U.N. food director, David Beasley, have said food shortages, famine, use the words interchangeably, coming. Uh, and then the World Economic Forum warned Europe that, hey, you're going to have massive migration to your borders because of famine. Hmm. And let me tell you, this is not a naturally occurring consequence. Okay, this is all by design. And they haven't mentioned America, but, you know, I'd say we're probably a pretty good candidate to come get food from. So if you think we're getting 2 million, 3 million crossing the border now, you ain't seen nothing yet. So you need to get outside the system. That's the bottom line. And besides, the economy is going to collapse anyway because the dollar is in big, big, big trouble. So what should you do? Go to MPS preparewithdave.com 25 year shelf life they're still holding the prices I don't know how long they're going to be able to do that they're still offering a sale amazingly on the 1, 3 and 12 month you need to grab this now preparewithdave.com and if you have food you darn well better have water and if Russia turns off the lights turns off the power you're going to have trouble getting water out of your tap so what are you going to have to do scavenge well, if you don't have water filtration, you're kind of up the, you know, well, you know the saying, okay, this is a family show. So you need your water filtration, and I believe three is two, two is one, one is none. We have three in our family of the Alexa Pure Pro water filter because they get lost, they get stolen, and sometimes you're going to need to send out multiple people to scavenge for water. 
you need to get it now while you still can. They're holding the price too, but I don't know how long that's going to hold either. So you need to grab it while you can. There's also a sale involved, and amazingly, I don't know how they're doing it. Go to waterwithdave.com. So to get the filters, waterwithdave.com. To get the food, preparewithdave.com. And listen to me. Our margin on these products is not big. If I was really interested in making money, we'd be selling more big-ticket items. This is advertising out of our sequence right now. And I'm doing it because I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to offer these products. And that's a fact. John Wayne, noted talk show host. And he has his own show called The Unequivocal Truth. He broadcasts from the breadbasket, or one of the breadbaskets of America, and uh, area where my family was from. And he has his finger on the pulse of a lot of things. And he's going to share a story today that you're going to hear Sam Arnold talk about. You say, oh, Sam, you're a Latin American expert, the guy who AMLO gave refugee status to. Yes, that's Sam. Their stories are remarkably similar. They take a little different approach, but it's really scary when you get such bad, alarming news from two trusted sources, and they're using different sources themselves, but they're saying exactly the same thing. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, it's uh, interesting seeing all the developments that have been taking place <clears throat> in Ukraine, and not only Ukraine, but here stateside, and then uh, not only that, but the bantering between both sides, NATO and Russia, or the Western-backed alliances, we could say. Um, but everything that we're being shown, as far as I'm aware of, is not on face value what it really is in reality for how the media or the MSM, the Ministry of Smoke and Mirrors, or the, you know, uh, how many other anagrams use, but how they're using this as a full form uh, of propaganda to move the masses in one way or the other. And I'm seeing this in such ways, and it's amazing to see where all this is coming from and why it's happening to the degree for which it is. And it all boils down to what was found in Ukraine, and it was, uh, you know, bioweapons labs that were being used in Ukraine to study some uh, very serious things that could have affected people of Slavic uh, ethnicity. So, with that being in, you know, with that being placed, uh, you know, I want to, I want to mention this. Uh, it's important. Uh, Metabiota. I covered this last night on my broadcast. Metabiota is a company that was uh, tied in with Hunter Biden and Seneca. What, what, what is that? Um, Bohai Seneca or Seneca Bohai? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the latter. So, okay. So th- these <laughs> these companies are working together, but get this. Um, it, it's, it's all to the point for which it's a big money-making scheme. I mean, this makes uh, Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme look, you know, absolutely minuscule. You know, uh, dollars off the top of these billions of dollars. Uh, so, Metabiota is a company, and it says their mission is making the world more resilient to pa- uh, to epidemics. <laughs> epidemics threaten lives and livelihoods around the world. We provide data, analytics, advice, and training to prepare for global health threats and mitigate their impacts. You know, and Dave, like you were saying. They're the ones that are benefiting off of all of this. They're creating the disease. They're mitigating, or quote-unquote mitigating, with extremely loose quotations, the disease. 
and then they're making money all on the backside of everything with everything they've developed for all of this. I mean, this is, I mean, this is the Ponzi scheme or the uh, the biggest crime uh, ever committed upon humanity. I, I'm just, I don't know where to go. <laughs> Take it from there. I no, guess. You, listen, it's a classic Hegelian dialectic, John. Uh, problem, reaction, solution. We create the problem, we come up with the solution to get the desired control we seek. That's right. Uh, well, pro- yeah, problem, action, uh, problem, reaction, solution. Um, and it's almost, you know, what they're using with this is order out of chow, order out of chaos. You know, because out of chaos, they're going to be able to foment whatever they want to foment. And that falls right back on you opening this broadcast up about the food. We're, we, we, it's not good. It, it's, we're in big trouble. And they're telling this for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's so they can, they have to avoid karmetic effect or whatever it is. No, I they know part of what it is us. too. They're, they're using this to open up bringing in the fake lab meat and the bugs they're going to make us eat. That's right. I, you know, I just saw that before we come on air, seeing that uh, they're talking about, yeah, you're going to have to start eating synthetic beef. I'm sitting here, and I was sitting here reading this. Synthetic beef, what in the name of God is synthetic beef? You know, it uh, doesn't sound anything like I want to eat. I, th- this is insane. You know, if there's anything, I mean, I don't know, is this an alien invasion? Is this the invasion of the body snatchers? Well, I mean, what's going on here? Well, where did uh, any form of normalcy go within the past, you know, five years? I mean, this is insane. I mean, I don't know what to say almost to a point. Well, it's because we're under the control of the World Economic Forum, and these people are just freaking lunatics. Klaus Schwab is maniacally, sociopathically insane. He's insane. Well, you- His right-hand man, Harari... Um, That's right. Clark came on my show and played clips of what this man was saying. He's the number one uh, right-hand man of uh, Klaus Schwab. And he said, free will is over. We will tell you what to think or we'll make you what to know what to think. And we will control your actions. And the idea of nation states is over. We control everything. This is their own words. Humans are hackable. Uh, well, That's right. Humans are hackable. As well, yeah, that, that's pretty. Much, he, that's yeah, you know, he, he used that, that phrase, but that's when Clay came on my show. Th- th- he started playing these clips, and I have to admit, I hadn't seen the clips. I mean, I know the concepts. I don't. I don't dispute the concepts. But he was playing the clips out of their own mouth. They said these words. That's absolutely correct. I was uh, totally unaware of this man, Harari, until about I say maybe, I don't know, I want to say maybe three and a half months ago, somewhere around there. And, you know, it's interesting how all these people that we haven't heard about are kind of just coming out of the shadows. You know, Klaus Schwab, he takes orders from this Harari guy for the most part, or or they kind of maybe control each other to a degree. You know, um, I mean, this has any James Bond novel spy, you know, Dr. Evil thing. You know, I mean, this this is really something. These people have tried to kill, you know, look, over the past three years... This is 2019. This is 2022. They have literally went ahead and waged a war on humanity. You know, they this depopulation shot, of which it is working. You know, um, I don't know how more blatant to be. I mean, I don't want to get killed over any of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But these are the facts. And for people that can't see it for what it is, my God, I feel sorry for you. You know, um... 
you know, even down to the point of like what I, like what I said was taking place in Ukraine is uh, interesting. You're not going to get anywhere near the truth with the uh, <clears throat> the the re- repel uh, repealing of the Smith Munn Act. You know, allowing propagandization on the populace of the United States. Well, any country, even the Russians, on you know their state media is running propaganda too. But from what I'm seeing, I, I know where to go to get actual on-the-ground footage, almost in dang near real time. And it's our uh, Twitter page for our station, uh, my station here, you know, uh, where I broadcast from. And that would be twitter.com forward slash freedom underscore slips. Um, so Impressive. what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing is... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is for what it is, it's the truth, you know. And they're, and they're saying Putin's saying he's going to declare on May 9th an end to the war. No, I can't. I don't believe that. I don't believe what I'm seeing on the ground over there. You know, and this is this is the one other thing I want to throw in there, Dave. And I'll let you take away with. I mean, I've just thrown so much out there. Um, <clears throat> a video that came out showing Ukrainian. Um, I don't know if they you want to would call them maybe um, you know partisans. You know, like citizens, not not in the full-on military or whatever it may be, or they could be in the full-on military, uh, taking Russian POWs, shooting them in the legs, and then uh, giving them a good merciless beating. You know, um, that's a war crime within its own, within its own right, and it's against the Geneva Convention. Well, I would agree. Um, Two wrongs don't make a right, but uh, no, the Russians right. are doing their fair share. When you level a city, level civilian right. elements of a city, that's a war crime. Right, and I, I I agree with you on that, and you're absolutely right. You know, both sides are going to be responsible for absolutely heinous and horrendous things, and that's why I I don't see where they'd be able to just pull the plug and say, okay, yeah, we're done, May 9th, it's over. You know, no. I mean, if it does, I mean, good, good, great, but I don't believe it. Like you said, I mean, how, how do we, how do, how can you say that that's going to be what's going to happen? How do they know? Right. How do they know? I mean, and if whatever they do know, um, you know, by God, I'd hate for something absolutely massive to happen to some Western NATO country, you know, to uh, drag it even further, because they want this. They wanted this war. Now they've got it. They don't really know what to do with it. But they're trying to figure it out. But it's so indecisive that any move they make could literally backfire in their face as everything else they've done over the past 10 years. Uh, Let's start with uh, Dan Bongino. You're probably thinking, what the hell is Dave talking about? I don't know if you saw his show last night. I suspect you didn't, but I saw the... No, no, I didn't. I saw the replay of it late at night. I almost fell out of my chair. He used teams like uh, terms like uh, uh, World Economic Forum, Controlling World Leaders, uh, World Economic Forum, New World Order, um, Answering to Globalist Forces, played clips of Biden saying New World Order, and America has to take the lead. And he did say that because I did a podcast on that three days ago. So um, I'm watching them saying, wait a minute, is this Fox or... Is this a new station, new show that's on uh, some obscure network? Because right. this ain't mainstream media. And yet it was mainstream media. Now, I kind of attribute some of this to, to Bongino. 
he said, uh, um, look, we don't have to make up the words. We don't have to make up the stories. These are their words. You heard it. You heard it yourself. Right. So I find that really interesting and why he's allowed to do this. Now, he could be half dead from his cancer. Right. And, you okay. know, just to the point where you know what if I don't, he has I don't nothing speak. to lose. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time but he still has editors hmm. well i mean didn't, isn't there some kind of a rift within fox news within itself between uh certain reporters or uh journalists i guess you could say uh <laughs> from what i'd heard I'm, I'm not completely down on the whole story but i've heard that there's something going on i haven't really looked into it um. Well, I would say that Tucker Carlson has joined the dark side, and by the dark side, I mean our side. I never—he he actually did a segment on voter fraud in Wisconsin, and I used to use this as a benchmark. How do you know Fox News is controlled opposition? When have they ever talked about voter fraud? Well, now they have. Hmm. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, these these news agencies have to come to grips, right? And come to understand, you know, we, we can't continue to carry this false narrative and 
continue to lie. I think Fox you know, is the only one. Gonna... Fox is the only one, though, John. Right, absolutely. Fox is the only one. So that shows you. See, that means there's some there's money going somewhere than it, than to where it's not going. You know, people are being told to toe the toe the line to party narrative, and you've got this one breakaway news organization. Now, where I ask a question about all of this is. They've got ways to change, well, not change, but ways to look into analytics for who's watching what, when, where, and how. Within that, you know, they're doing this on YouTube within the algorithms. Specific channels are allowed to run, so therefore the intelligence agencies can build a database on who's, you know, clicking the button to see what's going on in Ukraine or uh, listening from this person that's kind of, uh, you know, a little bit far right, if you would, if you want to use that spectrum, far right. And then you've got people in the far left. See, they're using these, uh, t- I mean, I guess you could also kind of hunt, they're honeypotting to find out who's who and who's listening to what. So therefore they can redefine their, uh, their, their lists, if you would. Hey, I got to uh, run down a, a rumor but it's more than a rumor. I saw it with my own eyes. Last night, before we went to the movies and had a normal night out, I was looking at headlines, and I, I got the, we got to go, okay. And the headline that I was looking at, but I didn't get a chance to read it, was Swalwell's Honeypot, Arkansas. And it was on Breitbart. Do you know anything about this? No, you know, although I, I, something interesting though that does tie to California I was hearing is that there was uh, there's talk about the uh, election being rescinded there in California, and what I've heard is if that goes, then all the other states will literally uh, domino effect behind California, you know, Wisconsin and you know Arizona down your area that way, and I know uh, something about states. this. <laughs> Uh, the world works in mysterious ways. So last night on our way home from said movie, um, Paul Preston calls me. And he's the head of the New California Movement. He's responsible for his affidavit process in which people swear out criminal affidavits in their county against election officials for election fraud. And they have a numerous amount of early retirements, just simple resignations, mm in lieu of being prosecuted by the county sheriff. And there are some wow. county sheriffs that would pursue this. His benchmark is to get 100 citizens in the county to sign the criminal affidavits. Then they're delivered to the sheriff. Soon, a prominent American sheriff, I won't name him until he becomes part of what we're doing, yours truly, hopefully some community leaders here in Arizona, and Paul Preston, we're going to have a um, network conversation about doing the same thing here in two counties in Arizona. You know, and I, in the world, but I ask, where does that go when it gets to a sheriff that doesn't want to proceed or doesn't know budge or is one of these that's put in by Soros or such? You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's kind of like the golf shots I'm going to take tomorrow, okay? The first okay. five or six might not go in the hole. The seventh or eighth May. Oh, okay. I, I get you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So it's it's kind of like you know you're at a party and trying to meet a girl, and the first three say no, and the fourth one is the one you marry. Right. So okay. Well, yeah. Just you know. So obviously, you know, what is it? There's ninety nine thousand counties or something like that in the United States, right? Or something to that degree. So uh, that would mean uh, X amount of sheriffs to well, that same number. Back to your point. 
of um, trying to think of the best way to say it of decertifying the California election. This is where that's at now. They're picking it apart through the affidavit process, and it's picking up momentum. And these people are scared to death. Well, people say a prayer for Paul Preston because I think he's got a—he definitely has a marker on his back. Yeah, be careful. You know, uh, don't cross him too hard. It's. Uh, well, I think that's, he's past the, the point thing, of no return. Now he needs good fortune. Well, you know, the thing is, is with all this, is well, I mean, is it going to gain enough momentum fast enough to happen before the twenty twenty four election? Because once you know, we're, we're what did we say here? Two more years down the road. God only knows where we're going to be because, I mean, they're already talking about the 25th Amendment. Everybody's talking about the 25th Amendment because of, uh, you know, uh, him over there in Poland. Uh, Biden, I'll just say it. Um, you know, if, you know, it's gonna, what is it going to be? It's a little bit too late, too, too late to, uh, what do you call it? You know what I mean? It's uh, just too late. You know, if, if, if we can, if this doesn't happen soon, is there enough momentum, do you think? I mean, look, we've had we have, we already have three states that have come out and said, "Hey, you know, uh, this election, there's something really wrong with it." And has there anything happened to it to that degree? Has there been a recount to the degree of what would have happened? You know, well, you know I'll, what I mean. I'll, I'll give you when all fifty. Let me tell you what I know about Wisconsin, okay? Because this guy was on Tucker Carlson, so I saw the interview. He's a retired Wisconsin Supreme Court judge. And he said, uh, we have enough evidence in five counties. He oversaw an investigation. We have evidence in five counties to overturn the results. And he gave example after example after example. This is a retired Wisconsin Supreme Court judge. This isn't, you know, someone who comes out of the woodwork uh, like the fine people that have done that. And I do mean fine people like myself, like Liz Harris, you like Mike Lindell. People who've come out of the woodwork on their own to say, hey, there's something wrong here, and here's what we know, and here's what we can find out. This guy was part of the establishment, and he's coming out saying, this is cheating, and we need to overturn this. Okay, so the results go into the legislature, and a Republican who's in, who's the uh, Speaker of the House in Wisconsin, his name is Moss, he says, that that's good, yeah, looks good, we're not going to do anything with it. Right. Yeah, what 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 happens? I mean, how? <laughs> I mean, if if that isn't red tape or or something, I mean, or just a flat out stonewall block, I don't know what else is. I mean, there's got to be some way to go beyond that. You know, um, my God, I don't have any answers. I wish I did. You know, I just, I guess, you know, what is it to the best of what we could say is. The system's broke. It's been broke for a real long time. Or it's been just rigged beyond uh, rigged. You know, Now it's broke because they can't figure out what to do. You know, are they still going to use Dominion for the 2022 midterms? Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let, me, oh let me speak to that here in um, Yavapai County. And i got to think how much I want to say so I don't put a bullseye on my back. But... Um, let me put a search term in here real quick. Bear with me, audience. Here, I wasn't. The name of this person escapes me, and uh, but I want to give her all the credit she deserves. And I'm ready to jump into Yavapai County again, full fledged, with some local activists there. Um, Yavapai County Clerk and Recorder, and I should know her name. I've said it a million times, but you don't deal with something for a few weeks, and you know, I guess my Joe Biden moment has arrived. 
Um, and guess what? She doesn't appear on their homepage. How interesting. Uh, anyway, she's a, a George Soros activist um, funded by Soros. Um, she's in the most conservative county in the United States. Okay, this is where... Remember the militia movement so many years ago? Mm-hmm. Michigan and Yavapai County is where you went to find this. That's how conservative mm-hmm. this area... Now, now, these people are a little more refined now in their approach. Nothing wrong with militias. I'm just saying that um, um, she was, uh, shall we say, uh, the county clerk and recorder in the most conservative county in the country. Okay, her name is Leslie M. Hoffman. Herr Hoffman. <laughs> How appropriate. So, she um, she was petitioned to get rid of the Dominion machines, and she told the people to go take a flying leap. We're having Dominion. Hmm. She was also part of the group here. Let me find uh, one of the county supervisors, and his name jumps out of my head. They had a deal where they were not even open for business as, as, as few as just a few months ago. COVID in a conservative county. And the sheriff wouldn't enforce the mask mandates and all this. This is the county where the Yavapai Regional Medical Center, a very globalist organization with globalist leaders, uh, fired doctors, nurses, and uh, even though now the restrictions are gone, they will not hire them back. Um, And this is just beyond being ludicrous. The I'll I'll give you another story here too, and I got to be careful how much I say. One of the activists in this town, um, Mona Patton, and I've spoken to her group of about 400 people a couple of times, um, she is all over the, the fraud in her county. Conservative people, fraudulent government. And their count, some of their county supervisors are really bad. Their prosecutors are the worst. Let's go back in time. The prosecutors in Yavapai County were the ones, and you may remember this case, John. Hunter Biden's in the Prescott Airport, and he's caught. His rental car has crack cocaine in the back seat with paraphernalia. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yes. And they let him go. These mm-hmm. same prosecutors, now, Karen Fan, uh, Karen Fan um, is from this county, and she was the head of the Arizona audit and couldn't have done a worse job intentionally on purpose. And, and in fact, she started out by saying, "Well, we don't care what we find. We're not going to overturn the election." What? Wonder, uh, wonder uh, if some of the, I wonder if some of these may, these people may have some offshore bank accounts or uh, Switzerland bank accounts. Uh, or well, the there's Cayman what Islands, I, there's know. what I know, and there's what I should not say. But uh, let me continue. Right, just, let me continue. I, 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 I don't want to go any. Okay, go ahead. Let, let I don't want to continue down this no route. Okay? okay. Mona finds money laundering going on from at least one or more of the public officials suspected money laundering twenty thousand dollar plots of land selling for half a million dollars and she tells me about it we can't name a source although we pretty sure we know um and we know the organizations involved we think but we even agreed you know what can we do with this and so we decided to leave it alone but the other side didn't like it Mona had to go into the county clerk and recorder's office. Oh, here we go again, home of Leslie Hoffman. Now, I can't prove she had anything to do with it, 
But it is interesting that after Mona pulled some of these uh, records, and this is told to me after the fact, I had no idea this was going on. I was not part of this investigation. Um, You know how I found out? I went to speak at Mona's group in November, and a county sheriff walked up to me and said, Mr. Hodges, I'm here to protect you. And we have two guys out here in the audience. I'm thinking, protect me. (laughs) This is Yavapai County. I don't need protection. Well, it turns out that some people who ran that speaking event thought I did, uh, even though I didn't know what I'm about to tell you. So Mona and her boyfriend pull these records. Mm-hmm. And she calls me about it, and I just said, I said, there's nothing we can really do about it because we don't have a hot trail. But I do agree it looks suspicious. Okay, so shortly after that, and this is before my speaking engagement, Mona returns home with her boyfriend and there's someone there waiting and tries to kill both of them the boyfriend gets shot in the head with a glancing blow aimed the gun at mona and the gun jammed or she'd be dead the person that got shot with the glancing blow maintained consciousness long enough to get a shot back fortunately he was concealed carry hit the assailant in the stomach and the hip good okay the local policeman from chino county uh, Chino, Chino Valley, I should say. It's a city within Yavapai County. Said it was attempted first-degree murder. Okay? Now, this is March the 4th. Sure. This event happened at the end of October. No charges have been brought of this nature against this assailant. Oh by God. the same prosecutors who let Hunter Biden get a walk. Wow. Do I need to That's say any more? Oh, that's heavy. And what we think triggered it was Mona pulling these records. Right. Unfortunately, we can't do anything with these records. I mean, we get sued because we we can't prove our case. But The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. The right. bottom line Somebody. is, is we think this is what triggered the attack. Because was within a week, she got ambushed right. at her home. That's wild, man. What do you think about well, that I mean, story? <clears throat> that, I mean, that's uh, that that's heavy. I mean, that's that's over the top of the target. I mean, you don't get no more over the top of the target until you know you start catching the real flack. I mean, and I'm talking bullets or you know something equivalent. That's 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 wild. And yeah, that's what it would have. That's what it would have to be. I mean, you can't look at it any other way. Well, we know from the conduct of the election officials in Yavapai County, uh, from what uh, I've learned by people who looked into it, uh, Trump carried Yavapai County heartily. I think he got sixty some percent of the vote, but they believe that about twenty percent was siphoned off and spread throughout the state. In other words, to water down the <clears throat> the right. Trump victory in that county. Uh, and if you lived in Arizona when the election was going on, you know that, that Biden couldn't have got 30% of the vote. Impossible. Right. Impossible. Same here. I mean, uh, you know, the caucuses, uh, no, no chance, not a chance in uh, anything. I mean, he had no chance anywhere. He wasn't going anywhere. He had nobody showing up. You know, I mean, the demographics of just watching the, uh, you know, the rallies or extreme lack thereof rallies on Biden's behalf, 
um, everybody knew who was going to win until you know we went to bed that night and woke up the next morning. What the hell happened? Well, until they stopped counting and then they start stuffing the ballot. See, both right. of our Arizona senators were both trailing going into the midnight hour in both of their elections, Mark Kelly and Kirsten Cinema, uh, until they stopped the counting, same pattern, and the ballot dump was made. And the excuse was, well, the ballots came from an urban area, mostly Democratic. It's always that story. Always that now, now, story. Now, here, now, this is my big question about all of this. Who made that phone call? And how did all, that phone call go out across the entire nation, uh, unheard by anybody? I mean, and I'm going to tell you, and it's, it's not, it wasn't just not unheard by anybody. I'm going to tell you the NSA has all that information. You know, who, when, where, and how, and would that go down? I mean, that's a big operation. I mean, that's a really big operation, you know? Well, let me, since we're on the topic here, because we kind of drifted into the voter fraud issue, let me answer your question this way. And if I'm off target, ask the question again. Okay. In October of last year, or October of the election year, 2020, mm-hmm. Maricopa County voter files were breached on the computer. No announcement was made prior to the election. No announcement was made until people like Liz Harris discovered it independently. And then they had to write a letter. The county clerk and recorder had to write a letter saying, well, this happened, but no information was compromised, no effect on the election. Really? So so you get all these voter rolls, and you can tell who voted last. So so John Doe has not voted since uh, 2003, but all of a sudden he voted in this election. Liz Harris, uh, she deserves credit. She got so many death threats, I'm not even sure she's part of the process anymore. But Liz Harris went around and she canvassed tens of thousands of homes in Maricopa County. She said, I don't want to know who you voted for, but I want to know if this voter lives here and if you can tell me if they voted. And what she most often heard was, no, they haven't lived here for 12 years, 15 years, 20 years, and we have no idea if they voted. But the fact is they weren't at the registration uh, site for the address. Right, and it's, you know, we don't even know if they're even alive. So, okay, so what they did was they took all these people that were either out of state, moved, or were dead, and turned them into Democratic votes. Did I answer your question? Um, Absolutely, yeah. You know, and it's interesting to dovetail into this. Uh, You know, I I changed parties uh, to Republican during the 2020 election because I saw what the other side was, and, you know, I'm not ashamed to to, to say that, okay? Um, because look, it's not your granddaddy's uh, Democratic Party as it was before, you know. <laughs> and the so, Republicans either. Listen, right. y- you have because you've got Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and other turds like them in the Senate. You don't have a Republican majority. But you know, when I used to coach athletes and when I played myself. I always believe you go out and give your best effort regardless of what the odds are. You could be playing the best team, you know, in the state, and they're better than you, but you go out and you never know what's going to happen. Okay, so so what I say here is that uh, you have enough on Biden to impeach him right now. Criminal oh, neglect absolutely. at the border and ancillary crimes as a result of that neglect, like child sex trafficking, fentanyl trafficking, and so forth. There's enough to take Biden out of office right now. Uh, and only now are we beginning to hear a little discussion from the jackasses in the Republican Party. Uh, Jordan speaking up now, Ted Cruz. He, oh, we might have to impeach after the election when we win. What if you don't win? 
See, you should be drawing up articles of impeachment right now so the public can see what the administration's guilty of. Absolutely. You know, and I wanted to mention this, you know, as I was saying, I switched parties. You know, I got one mail-in voter registration uh, uh, regis- registration slip, as you should. You should be you, you get one. Now, the other half of me, uh, she uh, got three in the mail. <laughs> And she's you know still a registered Democrat, but she don't give a she don't give a you know one way about either way about any of it. She don't care. She just doesn't care. It's not her thing, you know, politics. So, but it was interesting. It's like, okay, you got three of these. She goes, yeah. I opened up one, took a look at it, and read it. Yeah, these are registra- registration slips for you know mail-in ballots. So I opened up one, took the other one, left it sealed, and it's still sealed. And I have it. You know why, right? Uh, as long as that stays sealed, well, somebody had to touch them papers in there to put them in there. So that's preservation of evidence. And I've got the third one, uh, which I opened as well to see if it was the same documentation which came in the other ones, and it was. So that adds to just that many more numbers of people that they were trying to get to, you know, to swing the vote, you know, well in advance. Like, you know, you answered my question on that a few minutes ago. I, I just wanted to mention that, and, you know, and it makes me wonder how many other people across the country got the exact same thing, or if not more, you know, or less. Well, my sister-in-law's husband got seven Democratic ballots mailed to him. Oh my God! Wow. I mean, this uh, this is common. This isn't anything unusual, um, and, and the audit itself was as fraudulent as you can get. The head of the audit, Karen Fan, you know, um, Liz Harris was speaking at a Tea Party meeting that I'll be speaking to in about six weeks, and she came out and she said, there are about 21 areas that need to be subpoenaed for evidence, and she's only going after four. Please call her and tell her to do her job. Now, I'm paraphrasing what what was said uh, by Liz Harris, but that's effectively what she meant. Um, when I broke my story that the election officials in the precincts did not have the election codes for the voting machines. Dominion retained them. <laughs> this is what they told me. And then I said uh, they never reported the voter registration fraud uh, when they ha- hacked the, the poll, the, the rolls, the voter rolls. And I went on to talk about the ballot dumps, and there were unsecured ballots that were delivered to precinct centers, and they were eyewitnesses that saw it. There's even videotapes that exist of it. And so I'm printing these five things the way the election was stolen on May the 12th of last year. And within 24 hours of putting this on my website, people that were part of the audit were calling colleagues of mine, like Sarah Westall, Dave Hodges is ruining your credibility, how dare you print his article. And Paul Preston got a death threat. He said, Dave Hodges is going to get you killed. You keep following what he's saying. Kind of the wrong guy to do, though, since Paul Preston's after the California election himself. But but what's interesting, interesting, John, about this whole thing is the audit that was supposed to uncover stuff. The people need to hear this. This was true in Atlanta, in Fulton County. This is true, for the most part, in Milwaukee and Pennsylvania. These audits are the fraudits. They, these clown politicians that are cheaters and liars and traitors, they put their little subordinate friends in charge, and they just rubber stamp a corrupt election. Right, absolutely. You know, can I shift gears a little bit? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Kind of, sure. Kind of to the same. It's kind of to the same token and the same tone of what's taking place with the voter fraud. To uh, you know, a kind of a different area. So Russia, Russia had sold its stake in Uranium One. 
Now, for those out there that don't know what Uranium oh, One was, oh, I know where you're going. HRC, <laughs> baby, HRC. That, that that's right, HRC. Okay. And I want to mention the Malheur Wildlife National Refuge and the murder of Leboy Finnicum. Okay, uh, for selling out the uh, land right for uranium mining to go through Uranium One to be shipped over to Rosatom, which is uh, Russia's. Uh, nuclear agency so this is all interesting how all this you know the the deck of cards just man it's just falling you know the house of cards for these people uh, is just falling apart you know do you build on sand Uh, (laughs) so yes so russia sold its stake in uranium one shortly before invading ukraine the same company clinton's helped turn over to the russians yes explain the connection to the average person that doesn't get it yet well, well, I'm uh, refining your question as in. Okay. Let me tell the story this way. Okay. On uh, Ammon Bundy, his dad, Clive and Bundy. Right. When the Bundy conflict with the BLM started. Down in um, Nevada. Yeah, in Nevada. The Chinese were involved. And uh, uh, Harry Reid. Harry Reid's son, Peter, was paid $5 million by the Chinese to set up solar energy farms on that land. That's right. Also, uranium was taken off that land as part of the Uranium One deal, courtesy of uh, the BLM. And and they started outlawing the use of certain parts of the land for Bundy. And he said, up your nose with a rubber hose. And this is what led to the standoff. Mm -hmm. They said, well, we'll just force you off your land altogether. Um, What the Bundys did not know then... And I know because I interviewed family member a couple times. I interviewed Ammon early on in the process. And, but what they didn't know at the time was the Chinese involvement with the Hillary Clinton deal and Uranium One. And, and I had to point out to him, I said, hey, guys, this is all about Hillary Clinton getting Uranium One in an act of treason. I mean, we executed the Rosenbergs in the 1950s for right. giving nuclear secrets to the Russians. And here Hillary Clinton is giving it to them in the form of weapons grade uranium courtesy of hillary clinton she should be executed the same way the rosenbergs were for the same crime so absolutely on the behest of john Kerry as well yeah but look at the blm the blm is akin to treason this is the obama administration okay Mm -hmm. and so when you talk about cutting off uranium one let's go to your comment now now that we've given some background on this Go to your comment. Why is this significant that the Russians divested themselves of Uranium One before they attacked Ukraine? What do you make of that? Because it would uh, cut any paper ties that would, you know, tie them to anything else that would be in between the, uh, I guess, uh, going afters over there, right? So they don't have any, any any more of a paper trail tied to them, but they have enough dirt built up on them, so therefore they can set on the information and or release it at a time that's appropriate. Speaking about the Russians and the information they have, is that is that is that good? So let me see if I get it. The Russians are distancing themselves from their involvement with Uranium One. By the way, this was reported in the New York Times. This is when I first found out about it. They weren't supposed to print this, and why in the hell they did? And they just mentioned Hillary and Uranium, and I go, holy shit, Uranium? Are you kidding me? Uh, Nuclear weapons to Russia? Are you kidding me? And that's when I jumped all over this, and I realized it was a lot more. In fact, you know what else we have on this? 
Um, who was the clown that ran the investigation on the Russia collusion delusion on um, Trump? Um, former <laughs> FBI Rob, head? Robert Mueller. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Mueller. Robert Mueller, we've got it in two documents. One was called the Rostov Memo of Russia, and one is a State Department memo that got leaked. And they mm-hmm. both named Robert Mueller as the first American to deliver Hillary Clinton's uranium to Russia no. at a Moscow well, airport. Wasn't it John Kerry? John Kerry was delivered it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, know, I knew John Kerry. I didn't know Mueller was uh, hand delivering the fission material himself either. I didn't know that, but I knew Kerry was. You know, and on top of that, I mean, you could all, you know, uh, Kerry, he could be up for what is that? Uh, that charge, the Logan Act. You know, a lot of these people could be up for the Logan Act if it would just be used. Hmm. No, I couldn't I mean, agree with you more. But but here's my point. You, you're saying now that Russia divested themselves. Um, to me, to me, did Russia divest or did Hillary Clinton? I think it was probably Hillary. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, she probably was like, hey, man. Yeah, if I'm going to be president, life. I can't be tied to Russia's nuclear arsenal. Right. Absolutely. And but on the t- on the backside of that, now they need to get rid of Vlad Putin because he's got all the information. The FSB has all the information on all the dirty dealings that they were doing over there. Which is you why know? Vladimir Putin went to the bio lab. So now they've got Eco Alliance and Fauci and all these people implicated. Right, Metabiota and uh, you know Seneca, you know uh, uh, Hunter's company. Yeah, and this is a man. This is a, I mean, what could you call this? I mean, is this is this the crime not only of the century but the, the the crime of eternity? I mean, this is something else, man. I mean, to see this for what it really is. If people go back and will search engine uh, Hillary Clinton and Uranium One on my website, they will find the Rostov memo. I published it. They'll find the State Department memo. I published it. And Robert Mueller was the delivery agent. He's a a traitor. And isn't it interesting? I want people to recognize the the, the fraud in this. Trump's in bed with Russia. Russia stole the election. Russia this, Russia that. He's a Russian Mm -hmm. agent. And the whole time, Mueller and Clinton were making sure Russia was getting uranium for their nuclear weapons. You know, it makes me think of this. I... I, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm going to add something to this to make me, to make a question as to you know, could they possibly be going to be doing this next thing? So, Gordon Duff and uh, wrote up an article on his site, and it was in reference to uh, 9/11. And what he'd come to find out is there was uh, some moving around of fission material that was taken over to the Middle East. And it bounced around a few different places. It finally made its way back on the east coast at a military air base. And uh, a few days later, the Twin Towers were turned in and reduced into a uh, you know pile of rubble. I've so heard this. Yeah, I've heard this so, very thing. Yep. And, and Patri- I think what is it? Uh, Patriots Today is that the uh, Gordon's site? I think. Oh, you mean uh, Veterans Today? Yeah, Veterans Today. Thank you, thank you, Dave. And so, nonetheless, so th- that happened then in 9-11. Is this not the same thing we're seeing happen right now? I mean, I'm just posing the question, Dave, to where they get the fission material out of the country, sent to another country, refined, turned into a full-fledged weapon, and then brought back in to do a false flag to continue their narrative. You know, th- see, what they're doing with all this, what they do, or I mean, by God, you can look at the, you look, 
you can see the plays they're playing. We, we you can look right through their playbook, how they're stationing, how they're going about doing this and these things. It's the same thing with AIDS and this COVID-19. And I guess from what I'm hearing, uh, many people that have gotten the triple shot, you know, or the triple death shot or whatever you want to call it, the jab, the stab, the vaccination, uh, a lot of them are turning up, uh, you know, HIV positive. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Exactly right. You know, so everything they do is in tandem. That You know, they just do it in a different way. I mean, so what are we looking at? Are we looking at the United States possibly hitting with a false flag of, uh, you know, two cities completely wiped off the face of the map? It's going to be bigger than that. Um, you, know, you start with Biden. Build Back Better is a World Economic Forum term. Uh, Biden has complete indifference to America. You look at, uh, he left 9,000 Americans behind in Afghanistan. He's wrecked our economy. Uh, people can't afford to drive to work. They can't afford to put food on the table. Now he's saying there's going to be food shortages that his energy policies are causing. I could go on and on and on. In fact, I like to ask Democrats, and I would challenge the audience to do the same thing. Have them name one thing that he's done to improve your status in life. There isn't one thing. Right. Now, no. Build Back Better is a World Economic Forum term. And when it got discovered, all of a sudden they dropped using the term because they didn't want the link with the conspiracy. But I published a partial list the other day. Uh, Tom Cotton, World Economic Forum Young Global Leaders Program Training. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, who is a um, false flag conservative who's going to, I believe, start a third party to split the Republican vote in 2024. So she's pretending to be a conservative now, but she was trained by Klaus Schwab. And I could go through... All these Republicans, all these Democrats, uh, big tech, almost all the big tech are part of the Young Leaders Global Training Program. Trudeau was. I, I got a question. Do you know yeah. if Jen Sakai is on that by yes. chance? Yes. She is? Okay. Yes. And, and well, then, well, then that just, that also then from there, people need to look into, like I've been saying, this uh, shadowy firm just down the road from the Situation Room there at the White House, uh, West Executive. Because she's involved with West Executive and 20, I want to say 28 people within uh, Biden's cabinet are from West Executive. I just want to throw that out there because that's another, you know, avenue that branches off this street we're walking down. You know, um, because <clears throat> so the so West Executive, of which I think is basically the White House, is uh, under control from these new global leaders. And who else is on the new global leaders uh, or the young global leaders list? Uh, Ivanka Trump. Oh, yeah, she's one. right at the top of that. And her husband uh, is a $5 billion business partner with George Soros, who's part of the World Economic Forum. Right, and he bought 666 Fifth Avenue. <laughs> and he's the one that's doing the peace deal with the Middle East. Whatever happened to Kushner? Uh, he's, he's just, he's, like, completely disappeared. No, no, but he's still active. He still does work with Soros. Huh, I had I just hadn't seen or heard anything of him for a little while. I guess. Trump self-destructed. Ivanka should have been banned from the White House with Jared Kushner from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Their associations were known. A lot of us talked about it. We didn't know why Daddy's little girl. Well, you can be Daddy's little girl in four years, and that's what should have happened. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, well, his cabinet was just infiltrated by too many people at the beginning, and. You know, even to the degree, I mean, look, I, I like Michael Flynn. I really do. But look, he was just as, he was involved with them people just as much, you know, and he had to deal with them and work work with them. But I mean, I, look, I, I really like him. I think he's a good guy. I think he's standing up for what's right and saying, hey, man, things are pretty messed up. And he had to do what he had to do. 
had to do while he was in there uh, doing you know, being a general. I mean, even to Petraeus. Look at Petraeus. Where's he at? He's completely, you know, is he laying on the beach somewhere to, uh, sipping pina coladas right now, you know? I mean, he was, he's completely out of the line. He was too busy betraying us. Pun right. intended. Yeah, betray us. He was a traitor. Right. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. definitely a traitor. You know, and, and, that, and that and that gets back to, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? He got killed. Um, a certain Mercedes blew up on the street. Oh, the reporter? Yeah. The, the name Michael Hastings. Michael Hastings, right. And then what was it, Bloomberg or something like that as well that was working with Hastings on a big story? You know, they, he, I think, well, I want to say it was Bloomberg. I, I, might, I might be mistaken or wrong. But, you know, just look at all of this. Isn't Hastings, this just something to be Hastings had data on Obama and illegal dealings in Afghanistan. He was on his way to the Israeli uh, embassy for protection in L.A. when he was hit by a little missile from a drone. Um, that was tracking him. Well, yeah, well, did you see that, you know, I mean, the missile from the drone, what looked very kind of reminiscent to that? Well, that's that thing that took out a, a Soleimani, right? This is exactly what it was. But, you know, it's interesting. His wife's reaction to me, that was, when I first saw her, she was hysterical, making allegations. And then three days later, I saw her on a San Diego station because we're out there on vacation. And she was saying, uh, well, he knew the risks and it totally changed, divorced herself. Someone got to her, and it's kind of like, well, we know where your kids walk to school, and I'm sure she got that talk. Right. Yeah, the stuff, well, uh, the, the stuff that Hastings had on Obama was damning. And a lot of it had to do with how they weren't just satisfied with being in Afghanistan. They wanted to start a world war in Syria, which the Russia thing is part two Syria. Uh, the forces right. that be, you know, basically Obama was trying to justify attacking Iran, hoping that would bring in Russia and start the Third World War. This was Obama's goal. That's Hillary right. Clinton echoed that in debate number two in the presidential debates when she said, uh, if I'm president, I'll issue a no-fly zone, and that would have brought us right into World War Three with Russia. That happened in right. Syria, same as it would well, now Putin, in Ukraine. Yeah, Putin said he was going to attack if she got into office. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it, it's, you know, these people, this is what I think the citizens of the planet need to understand. We have entered a dark age of global leadership that's controlled. Mm-hmm. From Adern, the New Zealand psychopathic prime minister, um, to even Putin. Putin was part of the world uh, global uh, young global leaders training program. They've now scrubbed him from the membership list, but he was on it. I've got the hard copy. But all of these leaders, John, are under the control of the world economic philosophy, or they don't last. And there's even a bigger story here. BlackRock is their financial instrument. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are going to find this hard to believe, and I'm still working on this story, but Chris Kitsey brought this to my attention. BlackRock probably controls 40 to 50% of all world finance. And this is why the woke movement, you know, I look at at these organizations like the NBA, they're way down in attendance and TV viewing and the NCAA tournament is too. And yet they had the uh, trans male swimmer pretending to be a woman kind of thing. despite all. uh, I mean, the the NCAA has taken a beating. In fact, their their shows, a lot of their tournaments have been on obscure minor stations because their ratings are so bad. And then the NBA, the NFL, uh, they're all down. But I found Mm -hmm. out when I looked into this, and Chris really opened my eyes to this, 
what I what I found here was we're out of time. <laughs> that's right. That's going to be a cliffhanger, John. We're going to have to come back and do this. I'll come on your show. I'll say one thing: it. Black Rock, Black Rock, Black Cube. Go ahead. Yeah. And and on that note, my friend, I can't believe the time got away. Oh, we were on a roll. What a great show, John. We got to go. Talk to you later. Thank you. Godspeed, Dave. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and I'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.